I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know, the Baseball Hall of Fame, well, they had no one, no one elected to their class this year. Is Kurt Schilling deserving? We'll tell you why he may not have gotten in. What about Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens? Will their alleged steroid use keep them out forever? And we remember... Atlanta Braves slugger Hank Aaron. We got all that to discuss with Tom Jones, my former radio partner, longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, folks, on uh, Friday, we're going to have our popular mailbag segment. Here's what you do if you got any questions about the Bucks, the Bolts, the Rays, you name it. Just submit them to us on Twitter at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com, mailbag segment on Friday. Today's episode of Sports Day Tampa Bay is presented by Murata, where life is like a staycation every day. Get more information at muratastaycay.com. All right, the uh, wonderful and talented Tom Jones joins us now. We're talking baseball. (laughs) Remember those songs? You know, the talking baseball song? And and I covered, you covered a lot of like... uh, You've covered minor league baseball games before, right? Back in the day. Oh yeah, I did. Not and, that, not as many as you though. You were like, or, or you know, or the other one. You, you, I think you made. I, I'm pretty. Now correct me if I'm wrong. Did you not make a hundred thousand dollars when you were covering the St. Pete Cardinals? Because <laughs> they play seriously. Like you got paid like fifty dollars a day, and they they played like one hundred sixty-two games. I would get paid like twenty-five dollars a game. <laughs> back if in you the do old, the, if you do the math, it's a pretty good living, really. For the St. Petersburg Times back in the day, I covered the St. Pete Cardinals, which played at Al Lang Stadium, and. Mm-hmm. Basically, they paid me. They would pay me like twenty five bucks a game. Okay, but they played just to babysit. I would write like four paragraphs. The only reason I was there is the in case beer, somebody quarter threw beer, a no quarter dog night. I think so. Yeah, somebody threw a no hitter, or God forbid, like somebody got hit in the face with a line drive or something. But we, you know, three blocks from the from the newspaper, you like you better have somebody there in case something happens. So, um, but every a, yeah. it was that, and then you also like you played a lot of baseball. And a fair share, yes. This came out a little bit later on, but re- like every high school game I ever covered, every little league game, all my kids' youth league games where they play in tournaments, and invariably, like they would have, like they would have basically hold the microphone up to the tape recorder and play music in between innings while the pitch, like everybody's warming up, mm-hmm. and you would hear the talk in baseball. <laughs> you'd hear that song, and then of course you're like center field. Put Everybody played coach. center field. I'm ready to play. <laughs> and I love that song, but yeah, after, who I literally uh, heard that John Fogarty. John Fogarty, who I who I saw in concert, but it wasn't a concert. It was like that Fourth of July thing that uh, my wife's boss puts on. So I was like ten feet away. Oh yeah, he's, like so. Yeah, Mr. DeMarlo has the thing. Yeah, right? he's unbelievable. I actually saw him at, and also not a concert at the Orange Bowl one year. He's like the halftime guy, that's, and he did like good. seven clear uh, CCR songs. CCR in, like, songs yeah. in forty They're seconds. The best. It was yeah. like yeah. It just like whipped. It took longer to set the stage up than it is for him to perform. But uh, but I've literally heard that song twelve thousand times just at a ballpark somewhere. I'm sure. But, yeah. 
Anyway, like so it. we're talking baseball. We're talking baseball. So let's start with, and uh, we'll get to the the passing of Hank Aaron, which happened uh, several days ago, I guess. Maybe it's been a week now. I don't even know. It seems seems fairly recent, but um, in the news, of course, is the uh, Major League Baseball, or I guess is it Pro Baseball Hall of Fame? What do they call it? It's Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's just a baseball. Just a baseball. Just a baseball Hall of Fame. So you, have you been? You, you been there? I have not been to Cooperstown. No, oh, it's tremendous. It's I've great. been to uh, obviously I've been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, um, but I've not been to Cooperstown. L- would love to go one time. Great they town, were... great little town. My son actually played. You had vacation little... up there a lot, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, we vacationed one year. It was a great. It was a was a tremendous vacation. My wife actually set up the whole thing. We uh, flew into Buffalo, and went to Niagara Falls on the Canadian side for a couple of days, and then went to Cooperstown. And then went up, I guess that's the Adirondacks we went to. We went whitewater rafting, and then we went down to New York City for a few days. But it was a New York City. (laughs) But Cooperstown, (laughs) great. It's a a village, you know, and it's just a cool little town. And the Baseball Hall of Fame is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I guess, a nice museum. But they they had, you know, annually they – have the selection or election um, to Cooperstown to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Lots of qualified candidates, as you might imagine. And this is unique to them, I think. Certainly it's not what the Pro Football Hall of Fame does. But, uh, yeah, exactly zero players (laughs) got in this year. Explain to me, Tom, how a 1,000 writers can get together and talk about the history of the game, right? You only have to be out, what, five? Is it five years you got to be out? Yeah, yeah. So, so anyone who's been out of baseball for five years, one, two, three, four, five. So anybody five years ago and the history after before that, right? All the baseball and none of them make the Hall of Fame. Like, what are they doing? Well, I mean, if you look at the ballot this year mm-hmm. and it's clear that basically what it came down to is if if the word steroid never existed or if if. um steroids had always been legal, then clearly some people would have made the Hall of Fame. But is but that I all know. that was eligible? I mean, there weren't anybody that was... Well, um... let, let me let me run through... Like, I, I'm looking at a ballot right here, okay? Let me, let me go through just some of the names. Okay. And you tell me. And I'm going to leave out... We'll get to the guys that everybody wants to talk about. And I'll say... I'll, I will do this um, without thought. In other words, if you yeah, say just, the name, I'll say, yes, Hall of Famer. Yeah, or I'll right. say, mm, if I go, mm, okay, well, then, then I have to think about it. But, okay, okay, and I'm going to leave out the guys, like... We'll, we'll get the Bonds and Clemens and all that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Bobby Abreu. Let's see, I didn't say anything. Yeah, Mark Burley, A.J. Burnett, Michael Kadire, Dan Heron, LaTroy Jeez. Hawkins. Wow. Amaris Ramirez. Okay, here's the first one I'll make you think for a minute. Andy Pettit. Um, Jeff how many Kent. Games, how many games did he win? Did he win 200 games? Hey, he won 200. I'm sure he did, but he didn't yeah. win. Jeff Kent, no. Jeff Kent. Torrey Hunter. Didn't get that many votes, but was a good player for a while. Tim Hudson, Todd mm-hmm. Helton, Jeez. Nick Swisher, Shane Victorino, wow. Barry Barry Zito, and then here's now here's a here's a maybe guy. Was uh, that Omar. A to Zito? I mean, did you just yeah. do A to Zito for me? <laughs> Omar Vizcal, that's a guy that. Mm, um, and then and then of course you have the other one of the other sort of steroid guys that isn't even coming close these days, which is Sammy Sosa. Which everyone seems to agree that he is completely a product of steroids. Now, I mean, obviously, it would seem 
it, there are other guys who have, who are now we'll get you know we'll get to the guys like Clemens and Bonds who are who are close to making it or in getting just a touch closer every year. I would um, grant you none of those players struck me as Hall of Famers. Right, when you first and that's what I'm saying. So and oh, well, and then all the other, that's on the ballot. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the entire ballot. Well, I am leaving off another guy that I'm sure we'll get into as well, which is Kurt Schilling, um, who okay. might be being left off for another reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, and we'll get into that. But other other than that, like you look at the oh Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland's another one. I'd have to um, look at his numbers. He yeah. might be a third Hall of Famer. Now, a couple other guys that there there are two other guys on here. Manny Ramirez. Yes. And whether right and uh and Andrew Jones. Who mm, maybe. put up some pretty remarkable. Yeah, numbers. maybe, yeah. So oh and Billy Wagner. I was gonna say Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner and Gary Sheffield. Okay, yeah, yes and yes. Yes and yes on Sheffield and Wagner. Now Sheffield got steroids on him? Is that a stain um, on him or no? Suspected? I, I think remember. it's one of those we don't know. Okay. Uh, we yeah we don't know. Okay. I think it's I would Wagner. I'd say yes, and I'd say Sheffield yes. Yeah. That's now, a lot just of people, me. Well, yeah, and and those guys got a significant number of votes, but nowhere near the seventy. But not what's the threshold? Seventy. Seventy-five percent. Yeah. And there's literally a thousand. Is there more than a thousand? Well, let people? me let me let me talk about that just for a second. There are a lot of people who I like who uh, who I have friends who vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame, who are sports writers who don't cover baseball anymore. And I don't, I'm not and sure. they still I have a vote? Yes, because I think basically as, as long as you continue to be a member of the Baseball Writers Association dues. and you've been one for at least, I think, 10 consecutive years, that might be the rule. Um, you keep your vote. Yeah, they get to keep their vote. Now, I think what happens after a while is you have to, con- you have to cover games. Now, some of, like I know some people who baseball No one covers games now. They they might go cover a game a year or, or yeah. a couple of games a year and they keep their they keep their vote and I'm not saying that they don't study it and they don't do a good job researching it and I think a lot of people who do vote take it seriously but hope. at the same time I think there are also a lot of people who aren't even in the business anymore people I know people who've been who are out of the business who you know, either been laid off or whatever who still get a vote I'm not sure I'm, I like that idea. What about um, okay? So those are the modern day guys, right? So to speak. What what about? I mean, did any any of the older guys? The I, senior, I don't believe so. The veterans. I'm not sure when the veterans. veterans I, I don't know if they vote at a later. This is the point. first time since 1960. No one is going on. Okay. Including the old timer committee. That's a terrible look. That is optically, it though? I mean, do you want to just let's let's put Billy Wagner in just so we have somebody? I mean, is that no, how I we're going to do this? I think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, I, okay. It, now, if you think he's a Hall of Famer, that's fine. But the idea of like, well, somebody should get in. Listen, I don't the pro and I don't that. maybe. Well, okay, then I then don't pay attention to the Pro Football Hall of Fame because five guys go in up to five guys every year. Now, and don't you think that's five. silly too? That like no. there can't be more than five. I I think that's a silly rule. No, I like it. I would rather have five a year and have a backlog than have none a year at some points in my juncture. Because how large can the class, baseball class be? Can it be it like 12 be guys? As long as 70 people get 75% yeah, of the see, vote, you could have I, 20 hey guys. man, spread the wealth, you know? Like, I, I just I find it hard to believe. Like, everybody who's eligible this year and anyone who came before them, None of them made the Hall of Fame. It's just, it's just, it's bad optics, and it's kind of disingenuous. Because I just would rather not. I, I don't. If a guy, it's either guys are Hall of Famers or not. If, when we sit down the vote, we're not going to say we're going to have another vote because nobody made it. Okay, we got to put somebody in. If you don't get the votes, you don't get the votes. Look, this well, you comes know, down you to, do the top five. I mean, you got to change it, right? You got to say, okay, we're going to go from 
this number, like the Hall of Fame does in the Pro Football League, you have your top 15 who are who are finalists, and that's whittled down, and everybody makes a presentation, and you whittle it down to 10, and then after 10, you go to 5, and whoever the 5 are, the 5 are. It doesn't matter how many of the votes they got. It's just the top but five But if, I, if I vote for the Pro Football Hall of Fame, am I allowed to vote for nobody if I don't think anybody's yeah. deserving? You can, but it'd be stupid to do, but you can do it. But if I thought you, nobody you was deserving. Out, you, can, you can turn in a blank ballot. But I that's do the thing. Like the, Somebody always is deserving. I, well, I don't know that that's true. How if could I, it not I, be true? The baseball's been played for hundreds of years. Yeah, but I, I'm looking at this list, and I'm like, I don't think this guy belongs in a museum. I don't think any of these guys belong in a museum. There's nobody who, who didn't make it this year who I'm, like, outraged should be in there with Babe Ruth and uh, Unless you count Willie the steroid Mays guy. and Hank Aaron. Yeah, we can get into the whole steroid debate. But there's nobody I that, I, that I think I think's getting screwed here. Yeah. You know? And I like the idea of like, okay, let's everybody vote. And three-fourths of us, 75% of us have to agree this guy's a Hall of Famer before they get in. Not just half, the, not just the majority. That's kind of the problem because you can't get 75 people to agree that the earth isn't flat. You know? Maybe true. But, I mean, up until now, I think baseball, the Baseball Hall of Fame is, there aren't many guys who aren't in who should be in. I don't know that there are. I don't know. Other than we like the steroid guys, mm. I don't know that there's an obvious that we for years we've argued around here about Fred McGriff or whatever. But yeah, um, but I don't know. I don't have a problem with like Sheffield. None of these should guys be in. I mean, Sheff, Sheffield. I mean, there must be some stain there. But you know, I think the problem with Sheffield run into a little bit is like he he was sort of a mercenary for a while. You know, he just sort of yeah. bounced around from team to team, and he really didn't. Man, he you really don't associate. To... When you think of Gary Sheffield, who do you think? What team do you think of? Not that that's his fault. Like he just played the system yeah, I, the way it's played, but I just think of a guy raking him. every time I saw him. He was just what? raking. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'd be. He was one of the guys that, if we're gonna pit, he's one of the guys that if I was a pitcher in Major oh, League Baseball, no I'd way. be. I say, him. hey, we need to put the screen up, man, for this yeah. guy. Put <laughs> with four fingers, you know. <laughs> that's put, right. Put four but fingers I'd want, up. I'd want the L screen with him, man. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want a face. You do that, hey man. You. Can you bring the L screen out here, please? Bring the L screen up. I think uh, he, he's, he, he would be my, uh, my reason, uh, example number one for why we should have an L screen for pitchers these days. Today's Sports Day Tampa Bay episode is presented by Marina Bay St. Petersburg. Luxury waterfront homes where sports fans and enthusiasts live and play. Marina Bay is a 60-acre gated community on Boca Siega Bay. All new construction available now. For more information, go to marinabaystpete.com or call 727-906-3300. Okay, let's get into it. All right, bon, so Bonds, Bonds, and Clemens. Well, okay, well, I mean, we we can do the steroid guys. I, I did want to let, let's start yeah. with this guy because he apparently now is withdrawing his name. He's got one more year left of eligibility, and that's Kurt Schilling. Okay, okay, can I just say one thing real quick about Kurt Schilling? Kurt Schilling has announced that I want my name taken off the ballot. It doesn't matter if you want it taken off. You're not making it anyway, Chief. I was going to say, like, I, take mine off too while you're at it. That's that really, yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> That's you're, you're so you're breaking you're you're quitting your job before you got fired. Is that what you're saying? We already fired you. Now you're quitting. Like it's I just think dispute. it's funny. It's like don't put my name on the ballot next year. Okay, fine. We put it on this year and you didn't make it. You know. <laughs> anyway, tell you what, we'll put it on three years from now and you won't make it. How's that? How about we do it every five years? He came close. He came within sixteen votes. That's got to hurt, right? Like, so you can't convince sixteen more people that you had a Hall of Fame career because, on balance, most people thought you did. He would make the argument, and I think there will be a lot of people who would agree with the argument that the reason 
that, that he fell 16 votes short isn't because he didn't have the numbers or the moments to be a Hall of Famer, but he's being kept out for his political views that he uh, is seen upon as too controversial and nobody wants to see him speak. And, and that's the reason why. to the game of baseball or something like what? I mean, I, I think, I think there, look, so with, with, with uh, Schilling, he's very um, conservative in his views. He made some comments about, uh, and I don't know all the examples. I, I'm going to be really careful because I don't want to accuse him of saying. But like there, he made some conspiracy type things, or? like immig- immigration and um, okay. In that so sort of some thing. people think maybe he's xenophobic or racist or something. Yes, and very pro-Trump, and very um, recently uh, sort of the whole election. Fraud, you know the election. Was okay, he's pushing blah, blah, blah. elections. Now a lot of people. There was a story that came out that some that he made those statements about the election uh, after some people had voted and some people asked to have their votes. Okay, hey, can I have my ballot back because I want to take them off? Whether that's true or not, there was an indication that maybe one person had asked. Yeah, if they could change their vote. Look. I, I, I don't think it, that should enter into it. I mean, I I think if you're a voter, you should look at the person's talent. I know. It's hard to separate sometimes, you know, you know, because we all we're all human, right? We mm-hmm. we hear this stuff, and you think the guy's, you know, if you think he's cuckoo or whatever, all right, well. But at the end of the day, we're we're trying to decide um, about his accomplishments on the on the diamond, right? It's not not what he said after his career was over politically. I mean, I don't now. I don't, like I look, I work it. at the Pointer Institute uh, before. COVID, when I go into the office every day, I literally walk across a marble stone that's the entrance to Pointer that that has the First Amendment embedded into it. You know, Really? Yeah. The free, what did so, that cost? Oh, I don't know. It's been there. <laughs> it's been there forever. You've seen it. You've walked across it. Is it Pointer. the original one? Is it the one the founders carved? No. It's 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 oh, more okay. it's like in, it's like pounded into the it's no, engraved just, into the I understand. Into the into the marble. Yeah. Um but why well, you know? So I'm obviously a big believer in the First Amendment, and if he should be, if he wants to have any political view that he that he wants, I I think he has that right. I have a bit yeah, of a problem absolutely. with some of the comments he made about the uh, election fraud, and I think it was reckless and dangerous. Now, should that keep him out? That I think that's different than stating your political opinions. Um, nevertheless. Well, I wrote a column years ago, Rick, and a lot of people, you know, that when he was very anti, like he really said some things about Hillary Clinton or whatever. Yeah, I was like, I wrote a column, I think a few years ago, I'd have to go look it up, but I sort of advocating that he should get into the Hall of Fame. And the reason I thought he, now there are some people who don't think he's a Hall of Famer. And even he, I think in his statement said, I don't consider myself a Hall of Famer, which was a bizarre thing to say. That's not going to help you. Um, but he said, but if my fellow players, if the, basically when it gets to the Veterans Committee, if, if they I'm think elected, I, yeah. Yeah, then, then I'll be honored to, to get in. I think he's in, Rick, and we've talked about this with other Hall of Famers. We talked about this on the show yesterday, is he's had moments. You know, he, not only has he put up decent decent numbers, not, not huge prolific numbers when it comes to overall, in terms of overall mm-hmm. wins or whatever, but he's had, he had, you know, he had, he had two postseason moments man where he helped arizona win a world mm-hmm. series and and then the bloody sock game the bloody sock yeah man i think it matters sock. i think those those game matters that was all kind of, that was not that was fake right i mean they he like ketchup put a hines, put a yeah, hines ketchup a little hines ketchups a little chick-fil-a in sauce in there yeah. that's what everybody thinks 
Well, not everybody, no. but some it people. Was, uh, so I, I, like I said, I'm not crazy about some of the things he says. I, I don't like some of his opinions, but I don't. Uh, and like I said, there, there are some things he said I have a little bit more of a problem with than just your general make America great again. It's not mm-hmm. an anti-Trump thing. It's, I think he said some things that have, that were, that have been pretty reckless I in their response. And I, and what did I say? What did I say at the time? I, I said um, that that he probably should have made it. You know, you said Kurt Schilling is a blowhard. He's a fraud. He's self-centered. He's hateful. He's a bully. You know what else he is? A Hall of Famer. Okay. Know what he's never going to be? A Hall of Famer. <laughs> That's too bad. Yeah. Now that God, was I used to love ago. that writing. That was such good. I mean. And that I was mean, from four really, years ago. That's really well done, Tom. You Thanks, should you should, should have been a sports writer. Should have been a sports writer. Man. Now really... that's the way I felt four years ago. At the time, I think most of his comments uh, were he had a very strong opinion about certain things. I think he I, he I said Hillary was... Clinton should be buried under a jail. I'm taking this from your uh, column yeah, here. Right. He lashed out against tr- transgender people, and that's when he lost okay, his job at big, ESPN analysis. I have a bigger problem with that, obviously. ESPN fired him. Yeah. Now, he thinks ESPN fired him of sort of the phrase, which I've now grown to hate more than any other phrase in the world at the moment, which is can't cancel culture. Cancel culture. Which yeah. I think is just playing a victim at that point. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a way to – it's sort not of like – Not take yelling. responsibility. Yeah, it's not taking responsibility or accepting the consequences for the things you do. And it's sort of, a, it's sort of like yelling boogeyman. You know, I just think it's – I think it's a weak – I think it's a weak uh, – just a weak defense, or it's it's almost you it's almost use it as a use yeah. it as a weapon, you know. And right. it's like saying I'm going to say whatever I want, and if you, and if and then if I if I get fired for it, oh, I'm being canceled. Well, no, you're paying a consequence for saying something really stupid. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, do you think he's a Hall of Famer based on his uh, actual pitching? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he had, like you said, moments. I, I think the guy was, you know, in the World Series. I mean, he was money for a couple teams. And, I, again, I don't know how many wins he had. I know he was dominant in his era. And I don't know about steroids. But the thing is, I don't know about steroids with a lot of these guys. You know, I know it was used. I know it was part of baseball. I still find it sort of self-serving and disingenuous that these baseball writers who many of whom made livings uh, writing about these players now suddenly think oh wait a minute this guy used steroids like he hit the ball really far we can't put him in the hall of fame mm, okay you know it's so wait a I, minute so you're okay with clemens and bonds i'm okay with those two yeah what? They're, the, every, they're two of the only ones you? that i am okay with and why yeah. and why is that like why are you okay with that I well mean, because cheated, I, man well i know they cheated they didn't cheat. I mean, it wasn't. It there was were no elite. rules against it in baseball at, at, at the time. time they chose. I, yeah, not, but I mean, they chose not. The players' association of baseball chose not to do anything about. It. They knew it was going on. They did nothing until Congress came and said, "Hey, we're going to look at your uh, antitrust exemption." And then they went, "Oh, now we care about steroids." There was nothing. The GMs knew it was going on. I've talked to GMs. They knew it. Oh, they I'm could, not. I'm they not could saying that nothing. people didn't they know. They could do nothing. So, so because no one legislated against it, it was okay to do. Well, that's but, what you're saying. But if no, if, no, that's saying what you're saying. It, if a good number are doing Steve it, if we're, I mean, so it, if it, enough it, people do it, it's okay. Well, I'm, no, I'm saying that if it's not against the rules, baseball chose not, to so do So that's not, what you're saying. I just want to be clear. Well, if if it's not against the rules and no one's legislating against it, then it's perfectly fine to do. Is Barry Bonds one of the greatest players? No, in baseball I don't know. Absolutely. I, yes. 
So it's okay. We're okay with it. I'm just trying to get it straight. I'm, saying, I'm, I'm just okay. trying to get, understand I, what you're saying. I'm saying if the Baseball Hall of Fame is supposed to represent the best baseball players in the history of the game. And then it's okay. Then well, it's okay. They broke no rules. Whatever you did and to nor, get there, it's nor ha, okay. Nor have, they, nor have they failed any drug tests. I'm still waiting for an answer. It's okay then. Yes. Okay. For the Hall of Fame, yes. Okay. Do I like that they did it? Not necessarily. And, no, and, and everybody, like, they didn't know it was wrong. I'm not, I'm, not Quote, saying unquote, that. I'm not saying that. I just have a problem with it. I don't think they well, should. That's be okay. In. But uh, to me, the greatest players of baseball history should be in the Hall of Fame. Why not Sosa? You Sosa? How about Sosa? It wasn't illegal, according no, to you. I, it's not the steroids for him. It's he's well, got the home it? runs, but he doesn't have anything else. He's got like six hundred. Oh no, I know, I know, and that's he's 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 borderline for me. Baseball been very very good to him. (laughs) I mean, I I I wouldn't vote him out because of the steroids. I wouldn't vote him out because of the steroids. So you, I think Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest players ever in baseball. No, he cheated. He didn't. He he broke the rules. That was illegal. Yeah, we can all agree that was illegal. Sure, but I I can also tell you. He'd a hit keen. I can also tell you that the Baseball Hall of Fame, <laughs> until the year before he became eligible for the Hall, didn't have you didn't have to be. You could be banned from baseball and be in the Hall of Fame because it's not part of Major League Baseball. It's a separate organization. They changed the rules when Pete came up. Right. Nobody had it. I mean, Shoeless Joe Jackson didn't make the Hall, but voters had a chance to vote for him. They never gave Pete that opportunity. And the Baseball Hall of Fame is not part of Major League Baseball, despite what people think. Right, right, right. It's its own organization that changed the rules because certain individuals in the hall didn't want that to happen. Are you guys surprised? I'm I'm dead set against all those guys getting in. Anybody that ever used steroids, I'm dead set against it. But but there clearly are enough people who feel the way you guys do about it that mm-hmm. you know that it that it was not that it was okay, but it was it's it's part of the game, and we just have to accept it. Aren't you? Are you surprised that these guys aren't? Getting in or aren't getting closer to getting in. They okay, are getting right. close. Okay, yes, uh, but they're they still not? a pretty good. Like Bonds, barely. Like he got a couple more votes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know many, if it's an if it's an old school, young school. If like some of the older writers, I think and once the older they ones die out. The, the, yeah, I the think the, yeah, but, but the next year is the last year they're on the, the ballot. Right. Or at least like for ever? until they get to the veterans committee, you can only be on the ballot for ten years. See, okay, I think they have a tough. And then you go to the veterans committee in a few years. Why would it be harder there? Because I think they're. They feel like they've been vetted for 20 years or whatever. And it's like, well, I think the Veterans Committee, and I don't know who's all on it, but I can see them being a little more old school, a little more follow the rules. Maybe. But, yeah. Okay, so Tom. Right, yeah, exactly. But yesterday, you guys spent the whole podcast talking about how great Tom Brady, a Hall of Famer, is. Mm-hmm. Did he not cheat? Did he not break the rules, ha. but you're putting him in the Hall of Fame? Here we go. Erroneous. <laughs> the, the balls weren't even deflated, really. <laughs> well, but I mean, but Barry Bonds, what are we Barry Bonds hasn't here? failed a drug test. We're talking about half a pound. What are we talking about? It's a football. I think like, what I think what I think what Tom Brady did. Tom Brady jaywalked. Well, I, I don't Barry disagree. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with doing something. It's not sense. apples to apples comparison. You're exactly right. But he did break the rules. And he hey, did. who knows? Maybe Tom Brady. Bill won't Belichick be in the broke the rules several times. He's going to get in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Football, though, uh, no, let's, it's, let's a legit, it's a fair question, but I, I think what there they is did a is... difference, though, between football. And I, I'm not I'm not like I'm not apologizing for this, but, mm-hmm. you know, let's just take steroids. Right. In football. Are you kidding me? It was almost encouraged. Like they would never keep a guy out of out of pro football if he failed a drug test. 
Even oh, there's, today. There's, there's a, the, That's almost like, what's wrong with you? The you interesting Dion in Mark uh, McGuire's locker room in 1998 was celebrated. No, right. And look, I think everybody's clear that why Barry Bonds did steroids because he watched what happened to McGuire and he Sosa. Was he was ticked off, said, yeah. It's Hold like, my oh, beer. Really? <laughs> right. Like, what does he oh, guys hit home guys save baseball? Watch this. Yeah, exactly right. You, That's think exact... you guys can hit him. Watch me hit him. Because I'll hit more needle. of him and I'll hit him further. Yeah, right. No, and, and, I, and I look, I grew up watching the Pittsburgh Steelers in the 1970s. and that, They all died early of steroids. They all died. And, a lot, and half of them were on steroids. I get it. Right. And nobody says anything about the football. No one cares. That's they true. don't care. I'm telling I just you. have a fundamental problem with it because I think they knew it was wrong and they and they took the risk and they said, I'm gonna do it anyway. But here's and, my but, but, here's my my thing about it, the reason why, at least in Bonds and Clemens's case, okay, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I hate that that they broke the rules and, and it sucks. But a couple of things about it. One, I'll never know, even though I suspect they did it and there's probably plenty of evidence, but I'll never know who else took it, okay? And number two, I think before they were to have been suspected of taking it, and maybe they did much earlier than people realize, my eyeballs tell me that they were the best players in baseball, period. And, I, you know, even before they, you know, Barry Bonds went up five hat sizes to about seven and five eights, um, I, he could rake, he could throw, he could run, he did it all. And he looked like a Hall of Famer before he even got to the, the the point of taking. So, for me, there's those two guys now. Rafael Palmero. Well, that's why those. You're right. You're. You I can't hit, tell you that he would have hit that many home runs without it. You you've know? hit. You've hit on the exact reason why those two guys, Bonds and Clemens, are close and Sosa Closer, is not. Right? Yeah, or because Palmero they feel like is Sosa not. is a complete product of right. steroids. I and I I think that that's what most people be, or a lot of people believe. That's what about why now? We're never going to get to A Rod next year. How are you guys going to feel about A Rod? Clearly, A Rod is a has Hall of Fame talent. Even we think we have no idea when he started steroids. But to your argument before Steve about you know those guys never failed a drug test. A Rod did fail drug mm-hmm. tests. He did. He is an admitted it. Another one. Yeah. So do we feel differently about him than we did about Bonds? Even though they did the same thing, it's just the rules caught up with. Bay Rod, and they didn't catch up, you know. So I, I, I think there's a difference because, and to me, when I think of Hall of Famers, it doesn't matter the sport, is were you the best in your era for at some point or one of a handful of best? Right, right. You know, it's, it's like Sammy Sosa was a good outfielder who hit a lot of home runs, but was he ever considered one of the best outfielders in baseball? No. That's why he's borderline to me. Although he had six hundred plus home runs, six hundred much borderline. Those but, but, balls. But, there's but, a drive. It's way back. It just got over the wall. But I mean, there's no question that Barry Bonds was one of the greatest outfielders in baseball for years, whether it was steroids or not. And and we know that there was a lot of people He'd using steroids in baseball. How many we don't? But he was by far the best outfielder for many years. That's a Hall of Famer to me. Sure. Tom, I you know Tom Brady. Whatever you name the sport is. You know, a long career is great, but if you weren't at some point considered one of the elite or the best for three, four, five years in that window, then I don't know if you're a Hall of Famer. I mean, you're a really good player. I know Bonds is, and yeah. I know Clemens mm-hmm. is, and I don't, I'm not going to ever apologize. I don't like what they did. They did it wrong. I think that mm-hmm. baseball, though, is hypocritical um, at best, and the baseball writers, again, like... Baseball practically encouraged the steroid era. I mean, they made their living off of these guys. Mm-hmm. You know and, what I'm saying? And there, wrote, would still be, wrote, there would still be steroids in baseball if Congress didn't investigate them. 
Yeah, I but I, you you talk about those guys making their living off of baseball. Rick, you were you you and I, Steve, we were all around the game. We all watched it. We were we were around in '98. I don't I don't know if we didn't want to believe it. Like, no, I wasn't sitting there. Nobody watching that home run race between Sosa and McGuire, at least that I know of. My dad. I did. wasn't thinking about it. And I watched it every day. Your dad. I know you're going to talk about your dad. Mm. And I and he. I, I, it's a great story. I, I, I used it. to get in arguments with him. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. But I'll we never you, sat there and said we we enjoyed why. it the whole summer. We never said, yeah, but you know these guys are all roided up. Uh, I well, never thought that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Okay, because I got in the arguments and I thought I won them, and turned out I was wrong, and he was right all along. Here's why. Here's why I. It was a generational thing. Okay. Um, my dad played a long time and knew that. People, human beings just didn't hit the ball that far, particularly second baseman that weighed 170 pounds, right? When you started seeing dudes, you know, not just Barry Bonds, but other guys, you know, what was the center fielder for uh, the Orioles? Brady, hit 50 Brady one Anderson, year. yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, hit, hit 10 one, a year and then all of a sudden he hit like 10 50. and 50, then 10. Um, so <laughs> and they yeah. got hurt and never heard from again. Yeah. So my dad would always say, he's like, there's no way. I, we'd watch the ball go out of the ballpark and he'd go, there's no way. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, there's no way. There's something. He goes, it's either the baseballs or it's the players. He goes, but they, no, no, that guy ain't ever hitting. He's not hitting that ball that far. There's no way. And I would say, yeah, but you don't understand. And my don't understand part was part of it I wanted to believe. The other part was, you know, you know, you know what guys my dad's age did, you know, to to get ready for for uh, playing in the in the summer. They, a couple they, of lung darts, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> They'd shake their hand, they're loose. They he had a job at the dog track in the off season, right? Like, you know, they they worked at other jobs. They didn't train. I go, do you smoking heaters in between innings? Oh yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? If right. you could get it in a face mask, he'd catch with it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I'm saying, Do you realize that these guys like they lift weights and they eat the nutrition right. and you know, they got I mean, trainers. Yeah, man, like they're they're industries unto they themselves. They drink shakes. They drink protein shakes. <laughs> right, exactly. Like you guys didn't do that. You drank real shakes. And he would still say, "There's no way." And I go, "Ah, you're just, you know, you're just so old and caught up in your ways. And nobody looked like that when you were playing. So therefore, they must be doing something." And I think a lot of people felt that way. I think a lot of people. It was a generational like. Certain people knew that that couldn't be happening, and the other people just so wanted to believe. And you know, and it was chicks did the long ball. We all enjoyed. Well, we the all look back now, and Rick, and we were like, "How did we, we were miss stupid, it?" Right. Yeah, we were stupid. Like, and, and your dad was. On but top that's of it. but that's why because not only did you want to believe, but there was also things happening in sports where guys were taking care of themselves, and they did it year round. And the off season was they got paid enough money where they didn't have to get a second job, and. You know, it was just different, man. These well, guys started I, looking I know, different. I don't know that I'm going to blame. Well, I, maybe I am a little bit. Like, nobody in the game said anything either. Like, no other player well, said they, anything. They were putting money in the bank, though, right? No, no. Well, that's They didn't true. say anything publicly. They well, all, that's they all what did. I mean. I mean, you know, like I said, I talked to GMs back at that in that point. And, and former players and, and even some current players, they all knew what was going on. Everybody did. And nobody could do anything about it. Because baseball and the Players Association would not do anything. You had pitchers. You had pitchers. What getting arrested for cocaine six times and getting suspended and coming back in baseball? I mean, they didn't care about any drugs back then. Right. I just look at the game now, and if if you're Alex Rodriguez, 
like my thing is with a rod is what penalty did he pay for cheating the game did None. he pay he still he kept the two hundred and fifty million right that he got uh, paid as far by. as I know and he ended up with j lo he's he's on sunday night baseball he's like a an ambassador for the league he he got hired by the Yankees after he played i'm not sure if he still i don't think he works for the Yankees my man was at the inauguration okay he was at the inauguration he's standing out hanging out with barry he almost Obama. bought the mets <laughs> he almost bought the almost mets. bought the mets that's like, right like what was the penalty and i'm not, it's not like a jealousy thing it's like oh I, so I'll we're just okay with all this we're the guy did steroids we well, I, I if, if you had a we rick you and i talked you know about this, this on the radio to, show you know what this goes by to back to if you could take a pill would you take a pill if it knocked five years off your life and and I could have the most money, the hottest you, uh, Latin singer. I mean, if I could be a everything, you have the world at your is a yes. world your oyster. Would you do it? And we the answer apparently it. is yes. You would. We, pretty much all of us would. And if the only price that he's going to pay is not being in the Hall of Fame, oh, would you be okay with this? Oh, would you would you allow me this? If we put these guys in, can we put a thing on their plaque that said? <laughs> Was my use steroids? I'd have no like, problem with with a rod because he did fail the drug test, right? I I mean, like I said, Bonds and Clemens baseball. As much as you are pretty sure that all this stuff happened, they never failed one. I mean, how do you put that on a plaque if they if there's nothing? There's no proof. I mean, there's there was plenty of proof. Well, there's, there's no. no drug I know test. what you're saying. And look at it. Yeah. It goes back to the whole shilling thing with him being kind of a kind of a. Uh, an a-hole. We'd like to say that on your podcast. You if we did that, then we got to go take Ty Cobb out, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we're not there are plenty, plenty of jerks in the mm-hmm. in the Baseball Hall of Fame and in all Hall of Fames. I don't know. Sure. Should character matter in any of this? I mean, this also goes to character. Like, they they didn't technically break a, like, break an actual rule, but... Clearly, morally, ethically, they did the wrong thing. But what we do all you, know they what did. Are you, what should, are you celebrating? Should that matter? Should that matter for Hall of Fames? Uh, unless, I mean, okay, so if it did, well, no. I, I'm I mean, not saying you're wrong. I'm just, I'm curious. I mean, I, as I, to, I, mean, I think it's, I think it, look, people are human that vote. So let's not pretend that they don't take that in consideration because I know they do. I've been in the Pro Football Hall of Fame and they didn't believe me. If you're a, complete idiot um it's going to cost you lots of votes but at the end of the day we're we're celebrating their talent not their character you know like and they managed to stay in the game long enough to to compile these numbers however they did it so you know i what he does off the field i mean short of murder i mean i don't well that's what i'm saying we 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 talk we can talk about athletes who, who who beat their wives or yeah, you know, if I mean, somebody all was, that stuff's I reprehensible, mean, you, you, but like, what know. if they, what if they, like, um, sexually assaulted somebody? You know, should that be? Well, I'm I think, just saying it's like I, I don't think know that it's ever going to be. Of, yeah, I don't know that's ever going to be written in the bylaws, but I, I can tell you that voters will definitely take that in consideration and vote no yeah. if it were proven and they were guilty. You know, it's just not going to happen. So, um, but in in terms of just like, what are we? What are we measuring? We're measuring performance, you know. We're not in past performance, not what. And their my, I guess, was. my thing is like their performance was enabled in a way, like that really oh, no, wasn't no question. But uh, that really wasn't them. That they they took a pill. They took a pill to make themselves better. I don't but know. Yeah. I, 
But Bobby Cox was accused of sexual assault with what? His wife, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. And he's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, they voted him in. Granted, well, I think that's a committee. I don't think that's the the baseball writers. That it's do a slippery that. slope if we're going to start saying. No, no I, I'm not saying the... they should, but I'm saying. I'm just wondering, like, what is this character? And we we talk about they didn't fail a test. They what's a bridge Technically, was against the rules. But is there is there a disqualifier? A disqualifier in terms of, of you you did something that that's ethically mm. wrong. You were morally right. wrong. Um, right. And like I said, but, he, I, but and here's the the thing that I always go back to, and it's the whole question of would you take a pill? But if you look around baseball and you look at the, the amount of money and, and everything else that's that's going on at that point, and you're seeing a lot of guys around baseball doing this, I, I can't what, blame a guy for doing it. What if it's the only way you can stay in the big leagues? That's See, what, the that's guys what I'm that I, the guys I think that were damaged were the guys who decided they had the moral compass and they mm-hmm. weren't going to cheat. But some dude sitting next to him one day was batting 120, right. and when he came back the next year and he was 25 pounds heavier and was mashing the ball 500 feet, I lost my job because mm-hmm. this dude went in the offseason and yoked up on steroids. Yeah. But but you know I feel bad for those guys. I, I feel too. bad but, but for I the guy who did it the, the right way. I can't feel right. bad for the guy who did it when you know there's no consequences. Well, that's it. I mean, baseball so, baseball. And you guys, to do and you guys are basically saying there, there should be no consequences for Barry Bonds. I'm saying that Barry Bonds is one of the greatest players ever, and he deserves to be with in the Hall Barry of Fame. Bonds, I, with, with Barry Bonds and with Clemens, uh, the exception I make is that I know what I was watching. And, and even if you could tell me what day they took the first steroid, I still think I knew what a Hall of Fame player looked like, and those two guys were Hall of Fame So players. then let's put Patrick Mahomes in now because he looks like a Hall of Famer. Couple more years, you I can got, make that argument. I got news for you, Patrick Mahomes. Right now, no, let's put him in right now. Of, if he never plays another game, well, no, let's put him five, in because there's a five-year waiting period. I know what I'm would. looking at, and I know he looks like a Hall of Famer. We, they, we, if he didn't play another snap, I think he goes in the Hall of Fame. They may say he didn't play long enough, and then all right, I think uh, De- Devin White, like he looks like he might no. be a Hall of Famer. Let's no. put him in now because I know what a little Hall of Famer looks like. He looks like one. No, but that's, this guy played. No, that's not the same thing. Barry Bonds. The same thing. A, we got to look at his career. Barry Bonds played a long time before he was yoked up. We don't know when he was yoked up. We don't know. When we, it well, started. we know when the weight gain started, don't we? We know when he started looking different. I know as he body. looked good like in the early nineties, and all of a sudden, I, the next thing I know, he's hitting seventy-five homers, and it's you know. Yeah, but he was a forty-forty guy in Pittsburgh when he was small. Yeah, you. I mean, that's what I'm saying. His pirates career put him in a hall. Would have put him in a hall of fame. Let's put them all in. Shoot them up. Shoot them up. <laughs> Shoot them up. We'll put you I in the hall. I just don't like them. Just don't like any of them getting in. I don't know. I don't think they're going to get in now. You're starting to look at the You're starting to look at the numbers. You know, they've got to get fifty. I think Bonds was fifty three votes short, and uh, Clemens fifty four, and they got one year left. I yeah, thought they would be in by now. I, I I didn't think they should be, but I thought the I thought I think the tide a lot was more people. Ago. Unless, yeah, uh, I unless thought there's just a lot of writers to. that are that have said I'm going to put him in, but I'm going to wait for the full ten years. That'll be and interesting the, in their if, last if there, year if they get it. If there's know. some writers that have said I don't like what they did, they should be in, but I'm going to make them wait. And that happens that in the, next year, maybe. But that does happen in the pro football of fame where people will, will make them suffer. Terrell Owens should have gone in way before the one he did. But they didn't like him, which is wrong, but that's what voters do. Which, which style do you like better? Do you like the NFL? Which, how, many, how many voters in the NFL, Rick? Like 20-some? Uh, there's, there's no, there's about 40-something, and then they've added a couple of um, league types. Like this year it was Tony Dungy and Bill Polian. So, so 
It used that to be number, like and then I think right? hockey hockey's a really small number. I think it's less than twenty. Yeah. I don't get the thousand or so that can vote for the program. It's about four hundred that vote in baseball this year. Is it four hundred? Yeah, because okay. uh, still a lot. Shilling's got that's a, Shilling that's got a ton. Though. Yeah, Shilling got two eighty five, and he's sixteen votes short. So it's about. Yeah, I don't 400. like the way they do it. I don't. I, I mean, just take if it's three to make it three. If it's two, make it two. If it's five, make it five. But just take the top vote getters. You know, and. You know, you're not going to so consensus. Like you end up you with like a, Scott Rowland getting in. Like, uh, come on, well, really, Scott Rowland? If you think he's a hall, if he has, yeah, if he's a hall. But of what famer, if you don't think he's a hall of famer? We, we then don't vote, vote for him. Okay, don't I'm vote old. for him. <laughs> but you're saying like two have to get in, have to. Well, up to two, up to so many. Yeah, I mean, I I just think it looks bad. I mean, technically, yeah, I I think there's enough people have been playing baseball for as many years as they have that somebody should go. I read in every that year. list here. I mean, if we if we don't count the stairway, if the stairway guys, well, what I don't about blame. the? What, I mean, they don't even have any any um, guys from the the next round, right? The the ones that have exhausted their eligibility. What would you call that? Like guys, the seniors, like veterans committee. committee. Yeah, the veterans, the veterans didn't committee. put anybody in this year. There's no veterans committee. So so you're telling me that everybody from now to the beginning of baseball, they're already in. There's I can't find nobody one more else guy. that we can think of. One no. more. There's not one no. more guy. Well, like you can that. only you can only stay on the ballot for ten years. And you have to get at least five percent of the vote to stay. But on then the you're the veterans committee. You, have, you yeah, only the, get ten yeah. years. No, I'm not sure what the rules are there. But well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I, I get if if you've exhausted your time on the regular right. thing, but like you're telling me that basically, you know, no one from the veterans committee back deserves to be in the hall of fame. I can't. I can't believe that. It seems weird to me. It just that, seems. You know what seems weird to me is like you look at that ballot and somebody's like, how does Shane Victorino, with all due respect. Get on the ballot. Who's voting for that guy? Race killer. That's why. <laughs> you know, seriously, there's Shane a couple Victoria. guys on that ballot who are you're like. Well, most of them are probably here. first time, and so you know if you're. Not, Don't you have to even, keep getting enough to stay on there? Well, no? yeah. After your first year, if you didn't get five percent, then you're out. Okay. You, you, yeah, you don't continue on if you don't get five percent every which any year. And and writers, you know, as long as the ballot gets and, and for a while the ballot got really long, you can only vote for ten players. You can't vote for more than ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to vote for ten. AJ Burnett. I mean, no. Amaris Ramirez. He's on the ballot. How does that happen? Because <laughs> he's eligible. I don't know. Nick Swisher, nice guy. He's not a I mean, I fairer. guess if you spent one day in the major leagues, you could be eligible for the ballot. But who's right? voting for that guy? It's, uh, we're wasting our time with yeah. somebody. And next year, you got a Rod. You got Poppy. You got Jimmy Rollins, Ryan Howard, Mark well, Teixeira. and see that this is the other thing that's good about the Pro Football Hall of Fame—the way they do it. So you start out with a hundred people, right? Mm-hmm. And then they narrow it down to twenty-five, right? And it's again—it's—it's it's not you have to have seventy percent, you have to have fifty percent. It's just the top top vote getters, and mm-hmm. they go, okay, we're starting with a hundred every year. If you make the hundred, you're eligible to go to seventy-five, twenty-five, all the way to twenty-five. When we go to 15, the top 15 vote getters, they're going to be debated. We're not even going to debate the other guys. But the 15 that get in that room, now we're going to have a conversation. And we're going to talk about things like you and I and Steve just talked about. And we're going to do it openly in a room about each of those 15 guys. Then we're going to take the top 10 and then they narrow it down to the top five. Right? And when you get to five, it's a yes-no. Okay, so so even if there are five people that are nominated, you could potentially say no, and they don't get in if there's enough. But 
at the end of the day, I mean, they usually have a class of five, modern day five, and then sometimes they'll have two seniors or a senior and a contributor. Um, but yeah, it's like if you whittle it down, then some of the names you just named, Tom, they wouldn't even be on the the final fifteen, right, or the final ten, or whatever. They would just. My, be but dudes. my issue with the Pro Football Hall of Fame is you can't tell me that there aren't some years where more than five guys deserve it. No, there, absolutely, there are they do. seven. I mean, John Hall Lynch has waited eight years, right? which is he's ridiculous. Is he a Hall of Famer eight, or not? If, you, you go, if he's not, question. then let's let's just then move let's on. Move on, right? Exactly. But you only have so many years in that room before you, now you're you're in a seniors committee yourself. Right. Right. I just um, I don't like I don't like to to set either a minimum, which is what you're trying to do with baseball, or a maximum, right. which is what happens in football. My thing is. Let's just put in as many Hall of Famers as deserve to be Hall of Famers. If the number's eight, it's eight. If it's zero, it's zero. In baseball this year, 14 uh, voters sent in blank ballots. Which is that's, the most ever? That's stupid. Okay, so what are you doing there? You're now. Oh, they, they're mean? saying no one deserved to get in, which you're okay. kind of, you kind of agree with this year. I Tom. yeah, I mean, I have a hard time thinking that there. I can't believe all 14 looked at it and said nobody. Well, they may be agreeing with you. But maybe, that maybe, maybe, maybe Bonds are. and Clemens were good enough, but because of what they've done, well, I'm not putting them in. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because I I get the impression yeah, I, I, I get the impression you would vote for none this year, correct? Uh, I would have to look hard at like Sheffield's numbers and Billy Wagner. I'd probably look super hard at those guys, and and I don't know. But, but I'm like I said, there's no. I, I will say I will admit maybe I'm with those fourteen. There's nobody on that list because I'm anti steroid. There's nobody on that list where I'm like, oh my gosh, that guy's getting screwed. Like he should be. How's he not in? There's nobody on that list. I feel that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right, Tom, let's, uh, before we wrap up, we'll just spend a minute on, um, man, there's been an unbelievable amount of uh, Hall of Fame baseball players we've lost in the last, in 2020 and now in the start of 2021. None None bigger probably than Hank Aaron, Henry Aaron, uh, you know, the home run, who I think, speaking of steroids, is still, to me, No, the home no, run no. He, no, no, you said Bonds. <laughs> no, no, no. I said Bonds is a Hall of Famer. I didn't say I counted all his home, home runs. He's the home run king? To me, he's the home run king. Do you and, remember uh, everybody who's our age, Rick, remembers? Mm-hmm. Like my, it was one of those moments where, like, your dad Where were you? Mm-hmm. To watch him Oh, break. you didn't have to call me in, my friend. I was watching. Yeah, same. Watch uh, Babe Ruth, him breaking Babe Ruth's record in 19... Incredible moment. Whatever it was, 74. 74. 74, yeah. Incredible moment. And uh, lots of good calls on that one. Um, ben Scully of the Dodgers, I think I like his call the best. You know. Um, How about Marty Brenneman, the Reds announcer? That was his first game as the Reds announcer. Yeah. He had just replaced nice. Al Michaels. That, to t- that tied the record, right? Right. No, it tied the record. Yeah, not yeah. set it. The, tie, the first game was the... It was his first game he called. The series, yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah, there was a controversy right back in the day, Steve, if I remember that right, where did he not play every game in the Cincinnati series because they wanted him to break it in Atlanta? That was before my time, so... I think you're I correct. Think but I, I think, they, I think, I think you're think right. I he played every game. I, I think you're no, correct. I think you're right. I think they Because it was right at the start it. of the season, too. He, he needed one to start the season to tie it. Right, right. Yeah, he, he got then, that. 
in the first right, game. in Cincinnati, yeah. Because mm-hmm. Cincinnati used to open up. They they would open up the major league season. Yeah, the first yep. game they of still the year, play yeah. it every year. They open at home. It's right. That but they used happens. to have the the first game by themselves. Yes. Like nobody, yes. you know. until they wouldn't go to Sunday night baseball, and then right that stopped. But we all remember where we were, and Rick. That was I. You know the thing about Hank Aaron. The thing that I've noticed people talking about the last couple of days is we talk about his home run record. I don't think people appreciate just what an all around great player was. And and I heard a couple of people, a couple of people played with and against him who talk, who remarked about what an incredible outfielder he was like defensively. He was a really mm-hmm. good player. Like when you look at all of his numbers, his RBIs, everything, it was just a, just a tremendous player. And I, I looked at him, Rick, he was one of those guys that I always thought was really classy. I've heard stories about people dealing with him. You ever deal with him? You ever talk to him? You ever? You know, I can't remember if I, I, you know, remember they used to have the old baseball governor's dinner or whatever in St. Pete. And yeah. My dad would go to that. I want to say he was there. I don't know that I ever met him. He used to have an old timers game. He was one of those that never played. So I, but growing up, you know, we didn't have a major league baseball team, obviously in, in Tampa, St. Pete till 98. So, um, the closest major league team were the Atlanta Braves and, you know, they had a pretty strong radio signal. In fact, a local station used to cover their games. Yeah. And I can't remember the station. It might have been 620, one of those AM stations. And, and we would stay up late listening to Milo Hamilton and those guys on radio sure. calling, you know, West Coast games until midnight or later, you know. And uh, um, that, that you know, as a, as a kid, you know, that was always a lot of fun. But, um, yeah, I didn't get, get any chance to meet him. Um, Steve, did you ever meet him? You worked in Atlanta. I met him real quick. It was a truly just, hi, Mr. Aaron, passing, and that was it. Unfortunately, yeah. I didn't get more time. I love uh, Neil Solance put a story on social media. Uh, he was calling the Durham Bulls. I think he said it was 2006. And he said, a uh, guy walks up to buy an $8 ticket to go to a Durham Bulls game. And luckily, someone in the ticket office recognized it was Henry Aaron and said, oh, Mr. Aaron, you're not paying for a ticket. And they, you know, got him in and he came, you know, they set him in a suite or whatever. And he came and did an inning on the air with Neil, who was calling the, the play-by-play. And, you know, just with all the staff and everybody around, it was just couldn't have been more gracious, more humble, more. But he was walking up just going to buy an $8 ticket to go Isn't watch a, a baseball game. And luckily, some of the ticket office recognized him. It was like, <laughs> no, we're not taking your money, Mr. Aaron. <laughs> he would be one of the guys that I think that if I had – Met him, and we've all been around athletes, and we don't get very awestruck. He'd be one of the guys I think I'd never met him. If that, if I had seen him in person, I would have been a little like, "Whoa, look at that!" There's Hank Aaron. Yeah, guy. Michael Jordan had that presence too. Sure, he yeah. was that guy. Yeah. But yeah, Aaron for sure. My my dad. I mean, he's old. I don't know how old he was it's when Aaron died. He's six, I think. Yeah. So my dad would have been considerably older. But at the end of my dad's, and back in the day, you know, understand that people played baseball till they were in their thirties, even in the minor leagues, they had different you know, A, B, C, D leagues, right? Sure. Guys were on their way up, on their way down. My dad was probably hanging on, catching, and he came up, like, in the Sally League or someplace, uh, in A ball or below A or whatever it would be, and he was, like, 18, 17, 18 years old. And uh, that would have been his first year in pro baseball, I think, and my dad caught a game that he that he played, and, and uh, it was just, you know, whether it was Jacksonville someplace, it was incredible. And, you know, just... You know, he was a phenom from the first time you saw him, from the first time. And went through a lot. I mean, in Georgia, the whole Babe Ruth thing, oh, the, the the letters he got, I mean, it was ugly and all the things that he endured. But, yeah, it's too, it's, it's really – I mean, boy, you think of the, the Hall of Famers we've lost just in the last 
year, year and a half has been incredible. Oh, yeah, between Baseball. Tom Seaver and Lou Brock and yeah. Joe Morgan, Dick Allen, Don Sutton. Yeah. yeah. Dick Allen, yeah. It's been a ton of them. So. But, yeah. Well, uh, nobody in the Hall of Fame, so we'll have to wait and see who gets in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which is going to be announced this Saturday before the uh, Super Bowl 55. So stay tuned for that. Um, hey, real quick before you before we go. So does the Bucks being in the Super Bowl, does that give any juice, any little little bit of juice to Lynch or Well, I, maybe. Like, yeah, like I, the- Barber didn't uh, – I don't know that Rondé um, – well, I don't know what I don't know. But I, I'm, not, I'm not sure Rondé would have made it all the way to 10. And this is his first year of eligibility uh, in terms of like be, being in the room. Not his first year of eligibility, but first yeah. year he was a finalist one of the top 15, and they whittle it to 10, and then they present those, you know, uh, and whittle it to five and so on. So I, I don't, being his first year, my guess is that he probably won't get in, certainly not as a first ballot, because they kind of reserved that for the Peyton Mannings of the world. Yeah. And, the, and the you know, the Charles Woodsons. And so those two guys are in this class. Um, but listen, I've been in there and debated, John, you know, with other people, and, and Lynch has been in, this is his eighth eighth year, I think, in a row, not many people are, are left there. Everybody from his class that, that came in as a finalist the first year, they are all in the Hall of Fame. Everybody from the class after him that came in, um, you know, the next year are also all in the Hall of Fame, and he will be too. And and I think that, you know, writers love a good story. Writer, you know, the fact that the Super Bowl is in Tampa, I would have thought last year because he was the GM of the 49ers and they right, were in the right, Super right, Bowl right. that he would have made it then, and I hear it was close. So I'm not great at predicting that room. I'm just not because, again, I've only been a voter one time. But um, Lynch or Barber, I mean, Lynch is ahead of him. People do have sort of this allegiance to the, what they call the queue, like how long has this guy waited? Because um, to be honest with you, most of the guys that get in, that become finalists, they're Hall of Fame players. And you know it's just a matter of time. But there's only, again, to, to the point you were making about baseball, instead of having none sometime or 20 sometime, like – Football is five modern day, you know, and then a contributor and a senior candidate, whatever. So there's only so many spots. But I would think he'd have a really good look at it this year. I certainly hope so because I think he's deserving as hell. He's not a better guy, and and, uh, it would be a good story, you know, in a year where there's a lot of good stories, right? So you have nothing else to write that week, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. So, yeah. Get your get your story. Yeah, they have the NFL Honors Show, though this year it's a TV show, but there's there's no arena, there's no fans. It's gonna be weird, man. We're covering the Super Bowl virtually, entirely virtually. Like it's the team it's, it's too bad because it's such an exciting week. You got the I whole know. radio roll, radio row. You could there. sit down at the tables with anybody you wanted to. You know how they bring the teams in yeah, every yeah, morning, yeah. and that's what's the fun of it, right? It's not like you know getting called on on a Zoom call. You know, right. I don't know how that's gonna go, but. <laughs> But at least we uh, know Rick, one of you're the still muted. Uh, please unmute yourself, <laughs> yeah, well, Rick. Well, that yeah, that happens. That could happen. Or it's not the unmuting part. It's like you need to mute, please. <laughs> yeah, there's that too, right? Oh boy, people that's blowing their got, nose and stuff. Yeah, that's almost gotten me a few Yelling times. At their with kids, kids that say the damnedest <laughs> things. So anyway, we got lots to talk about that. We well, thanks for uh, two great shows. What we got going on at uh, Pointer.org. Uh, openings, opening. You want to run a newspaper? Washington Post is going to have an opening. L.A. Times has an opening. So really, everybody's hiring again. Well, they, awesome. well, they need their executive editors keep quitting. So, well, <laughs> what, what's the job requirement? I mean, I've covered the Bucks for thirty years. What you're is hired, that? man. You're in. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I deal with politics. I deal with arrests. I deal with 
coaching changes? I like say you? a sports writer, if you can cover, if you cover sports long enough, you can cover any beat at the entire newspaper. Because eventually write, you're going to do them all. You right? do them all. You do business stories. You do police stories. You do investigations. Yeah. You do features. Crime. Crime. Police you do, blotter. Yeah. Yeah, everything. Fe- everything. Everything. Every, if you can do sports, you can do it all. There you go. And I and Tom Jones does it all, and he does it all at Pointer Institute for Media Studies. Thanks, Tommy. Appreciate the two days, buddy. All right. Talk to you next week. All right. My thanks to Tom Jones. The Lightning finally back in action there at Carolina tonight after the uh, whole COVID situation with the hurricane. So looking forward to playing what would be like, the, what, their fifth game of the season? It seems like uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Starting tonight, the Lightning now have 52 games in 102 days. Wow. Man. That's damn near every other day. <laughs> uh, do the math on that. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of hockey coming up. And that's if everything maintains. If, if there's not a bunch of cancellations, it could get more condensed than that. So lots to look forward to if you're a hockey fan. Plenty of hockey coming up, as well as more talk, of course, uh, about uh, you know the, the Super Bowl, which will be going on all next week and starts with the festivities and lots of Zoom calls and, and uh, interactions with both teams starting on Monday. So we'll have all of that for you. Uh, as well hey and remember we're having our popular mailbag segment on friday all you have to do is submit those questions to us on twitter you can do that by sending them to our twitter account at sports day tv you can reach me on twitter at nfl stroud or my email address is rstroud at tampa bay.com for steve burstick i'm rick stroud of the tampa bay times have a great day everybody 